Hello and welcome to Girl by Cassandra. I am so excited to be recording um, this episode and I'm so excited that you decided to tune in today. Um, To be quite honest, life has slowed down a little bit for me and it's been such a good way or in such a good way. I've made time to sit with my feelings. I've been exploring purpose and legacy I've jumped a hurdle of depression recently, and I've noticed triggers and some lies that I've convinced myself were true. I've also been traveling still uh, because traveling has become a need. I'm still budgeting. I'm still saving because budgeting and saving have become habits. I've been praying reading my Bible, not for a checklist, but really for a lifeline. But guys, I've been sad the past few days, like really, really sad. And most people won't admit the stretches of time when they're sad. I'm functional. I'm working. I'm producing. I'm enjoying life. Um, But there's still some brokenness and still some sadness and still some healing that I face every single day. And so I want to encourage you that darkness doesn't disqualify me or you from being light. Pain doesn't cancel out our pursuit of purpose. And you know me, I like lists. So let me speak from my experience. And I want to walk you through how I'm journeying through at the moment. Number one, do what you can. This is an anti-hustle message. I was a Mary Kay consultant. I still am a Mary Kay consultant. And I remember hustling and bustling. I remember in college hustling and bustling, um, taking a full course load at one point in one semester. I took 21 credit hours. Plus, I was working full time and led to different um, campus organizations. So I know what it is to hustle and to just do it like grind to the max. And there's a time for that. But for me, this is not the time. And for you, it might not be the time. So I want you to do what you can. To be quite honest, I've been in bed since I got off of work. Scratch that. I did go do something. Um, And then I had Doritos and spinach dip for dinner. So that took about two to three hours of my time. And then I got in bed. And why? Because I was tired. I was tired. So I laid down. I social media a little bit afterwards. I stumbled on a clip from the version one conference that Transformation Church had in September. And I got to see some powerful people share their testimonies. It reminded me that my time is coming. Like there's no rush, right? It's all about the process and the journey. And I'll get there wherever there is when I'm ready. And right now I'm here and I'm enjoying and being in the moment with where I am. I learned from that video clip that I have one job, seek God. I heard that what I do and who I am is not just for me. I impact others just like you do. And though sometimes I feel corny, I feel lame. I feel like I'm doing too much. I feel insignificant, unseen. I feel like I'm wasting time. I know differently. 
Number two, the advice I can offer you is to stand on a word that's greater than yours. So I'm naturally a person who likes to affirm and encourage others. And if you know me personally, you know that's true. Sometimes it feels like overkill, but I really just genuinely love to encourage people. And so over the years, I've learned to encourage and remind myself. My reminders sometimes sound like this. I'm wonderfully and fearfully made. I'm created in God's image. Today, after um, devotion and after some worship music and a good cry, I wrote a scripture on my mirror. And (laughs) I know life is real when I start writing on things. Like I'll write on the fridge, I'll write on mirrors, I'll put up post-it notes. And that is me encouraging myself. That is me standing on a word that is greater than my own. So the scripture that I wrote is a pretty familiar scripture to many. Um, It's Jeremiah 29, 11. And there's tons of different versions about this. Basically, it says that, well, let me just read it. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. And you know, what's so beautiful about that scripture is that is um, in the Bible, that's God talking to Jeremiah, but it's a word that we all can receive that um, before we were formed, because God created us, he has very specific thoughts. He has an impression. He has an idea of us. And this scripture says that his thoughts are of peace and not evil. He thinks kind, positive, good thoughts. Um, He sends us good vibes, (laughs) right? And he wants to give us an expected in security and certainty. And I think that that's beautiful. And in a time where um, some things are up in the air and I'm, I'm learning to reestablish my security in God alone, That word and that scripture is perfect. So I stand on that word. I believe it. It quiets my doubts and worries and my insecurities. And I realize that an all-knowing and all-powerful God has good thoughts about me and wants me to have peace. And even more than wanting me to have peace, he's given me peace. And he's also given me the security of a very certain end. I don't have it all figured out, right? But I'm learning and what I'm learning and how I'm growing, I want to share with you. So this is number three, accept that you don't know it all, right? So we get to have, or we have two options in life or in general, we can walk in ignorance and ignorance is just a lack of knowledge, right? Just walk in it. Like I just don't know. And it's fine. Or we can learn the lessons. We can seek to understand. And sometimes it's a matter of asking God, what is the objective? Like, what's the point? What should I be learning from this situation, from this person, from this obstacle? Sometimes it's as simple as asking that question. But then I feel like there's a second part of that, right? So you accept that you don't know it all. You ask the question, but then you have to push God for an answer. And that push comes through prayer, through journaling, through therapy, through talking with others, through sitting still. It comes in many different ways, but um, 
I'm listening to a sermon series by Pastor Mike Todd at Transformation Church, and it's called um, Crazy Faith. And I've always been told, and I believe for myself, that faith without works is dead. So if you're believing or trusting or hoping or wishing for something, but then not taking action towards it, it's like a lost cause. And so to go back to accepting that you don't know it all, you can walk in ignorance. And I would say that's not faith. Or you can learn the lesson by asking the questions and doing the work. And I would say that's pretty faith-filled. Number four is to listen and to hear. I always get confused about which one is more powerful or deep. You know, when people are like, yeah, you heard me, but did you listen? (laughs) Or they're like, I know you were listening, but did you hear me? So I really don't know. I don't want to be super deep right now. I just want to say listen and hear. Um, And for me personally, a good cry is cleansing. I know that about myself. And so I remember a time in life where life had hardened me so much that I struggled to cry when tears were appropriate, when they were warranted. So now when I feel moved to tears, I just let go and let flow. I acknowledge my feelings. I sit with them. Not too long. I'm not talking about days. I'm not even talking about hours. But I sit with them and scratch that. It could be hours. It could be hours. But I acknowledge my feelings and I sit with them. And then I give them an opportunity to communicate a need to me. Like, what do these tears, what does this emotion, what do these feelings tell me that I need? Sometimes they tell me I'm hungry. I'm going to be real honest. Like, I think I've said that on a podcast before. Like, sometimes you're just hangry. Like, Hungry, why wait? Grab a Snickers um, or a sandwich. Like sometimes you are hungry. Sometimes you need sleep. Sometimes you need a friend. Sometimes you need to apologize. You need a vacation. You need a massage. I could always use a massage. I'm always down for one of those. Or sometimes you may need to slow down. And sometimes you may need a cleansing cry. Like I believe that God speaks in a lot of different ways and we have to take time to listen and to truly hear what it is that he's saying and we can figure out what it is that we need. So I'm reminded of this Bible story. And the Bible story says, it's talking about um, when Ezekiel, was hi mom okay actually it's Elijah so this is uh first king 1911 and he said go forth and stand upon the mount before the lord and behold the lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the lord but the lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, what dost thou hear, Elijah? 
So I read that because sometimes we think that it's going to be like huge, crashing, earthquake, fire, huge mountains tumbling over. Like our answer, what we need is going to come through that sound. And God may decide to use a still, small voice to get our attention. So it's important that we listen and that we hear. All right, so number five be vulnerable. All right, let's be clear. I'm not saying that you need to record a podcast telling the world that you're sad. (laughs) That may be what some of us does, but if that's not your cup of tea, don't drink it. Um, You may need to just write a letter to yourself or a loved one. You may need to seek out therapy, like for real. And if you need help with that, let me know. You may need to pray For some of you who are spiritually minded, you may need to pray and fast. You may need to tell a friend, a parent, a loved one. Maybe you need to journal. Maybe you need to cry it out. Maybe you need to cry it out with a friend. Ain't no cry like a friend cry. I remember a really tough time in life. Actually, I had held on to the fact that I was... um, that my ex-husband had asked for a divorce. So at the time, obviously my husband had asked for a divorce. I had held on to that for, I think, well, I held on to it for a long time. But with this particular friend, I think it was just a few days. And we were very close. So the fact that I did not tell her right away was really me processing through shame and guilt. And I was like, I got to tell her in person. I can't call, text, whatever. So we had uh, met up to hang out and we were driving around and... um I was like, yeah, so he asked for a divorce and she stopped the car. She pulled over and we cried. I think we had errands to run. So after that cry, we did some things. And then I was staying at her place because she lived out of town. And that night we cried like I cried, but she cried with me. She cried for me. And just thinking about that, like makes me want to cry right now because sometimes you need someone else who is going to go there with you and allow you to be vulnerable and say that it's okay that you're feeling it's okay that you're hurt it's okay that you're affected sorry I'm crying (laughs) um yeah sometimes you need that so record a podcast if you need to write a letter if you need to seek therapy pray tell a friend journal Cry, dance, write a song, like whatever it is that you need to do that allows you to be vulnerable and get that emotion out, please do it. It is cleansing. It's life-giving. It's necessary. Likely, you can accurately determine what vulnerability looks like for you. So go there. Step into your feelings and be human. Empathize with yourself. So many times we extend grace and we extend empathy and we extend kindness towards others, but it's difficult to show ourselves that same type of love. And so I'm challenging you as I challenge myself to feel the weight of the situation, feel it press down on you and then share it with someone else. Shoot, share it with me. You can reach me at growbycassandra <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, or on any social media platform. So Instagram, Grow by Cassandra. Facebook, I have a group. We have a group, Grow by Cassandra. My Twitter account is Cassfastic, 
which is really random. I think it was a typo that I just let slide. So C-A-S-S-F-A-S-T-I-C. <sighs> okay, so you know I like lists, right? And I usually like lists of seven, but I also like to not waste time or be rambling. So that's it. It's just five quick things. I'll go back through them. Number one, do what you can. Number two, stand on a word greater than yours. Number three, accept that you don't know it all. Number four, listen, hear. And number five, be vulnerable. I hope that this helps you because um, it's helped me. And I realize that if I only record when things are great and when I feel my best, that I may not record as often as I would like. And I'm not being real about my growth because it doesn't always feel good and you don't always feel your best when you're growing. But where the comfort comes in know, is in knowing that you are making progress and that you are working through your process, that you're doing the work that it takes. So I want to say thank you so much for listening. If you don't do anything else until we meet the next time, I want you to make sure that you grow and cry. <laughs> P.S. I'm about to watch The Notebook. That is my go-to movie um, when I need a good cry. And sometimes our tears need a little bit of encouragement, just like we do. See you next time.